They're loading into the barriers. Moods, Mytho, Rog and the Rain Man. And they're underway for Moody on the Mic. We are back on Moody on the Mic. Maybe a, a little bit later than normal. It's a mid-morning Thursday record. We'll get into our usual swing of things next week. I'm Roger Aldridge. Joining me, as they always do, the man himself, Peter Moody. Mythos here as well. Rain Man's not yet, but we're hoping he'll, he'll jump in soon. Moods, welcome. G'day, boys. Uh, great to be back. Uh, a little bit of rain here for the first time in a few weeks uh, in downtown Packetham this morning, and uh, we race here this evening, so it'll be interesting to see what effect, and I suppose what effect the weather has towards the weekend also. It, it seems to be that uh, we are going to get some storms, but it's going to be quite warm, so hopefully we're still on nothing worse than uh, you'd think, nothing worse than a soft, or, you know, soft five or so in Melbourne. Mytho in the old-school Rosemont cap. Jeez, that's a vintage. You like that one? Yeah, found it in the, uh, no, I didn't say the, I liked the top it. of the cupboard just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're, uh, we've are we had a good uh, few days with uh, Count the Headlights getting the job done uh, on Saturday in that two-year-old race and Rampant Lion uh, running a brave second over the 1,000 metres uh, yesterday there at Caulfield. So um, a couple of nice two-year-olds emerged over the last week and um, hopefully we can keep the ball rolling uh, on Saturday with a couple of good chances at the Valley. It is that time of the year where we really do look to the two-year-old races and, and that's where the excitement comes from in the autumn. Rampant Lion, let's talk about it though. Moods, Mito did happen to send through your uh, your pre-race video yesterday about Rampant Lion and, um, you know, you, you, you seem like you, you're more bullish about him in the future than you would have been yesterday. For my eye, he seemed to run a really nice race for a second place in there. Yeah, no, he ran super, didn't he? Uh, at a 1,000 metres, probably a bit unsuitable, uh... Winner and the third horse controlled the race. He came off their backs and looked like he was going to swoosh past them. Probably just peaked on his run. And, uh, uh, you know, they were just a little bit sharper at the 1,000 metres. But, um, you know, he probably gave himself a chance to maybe go to the Blue Diamond in five weeks' time if he happened to come through the race well. And so how is he this morning? And I, I, he has firmed in the Blue Diamond market. He sits about $11. Does that seem maybe a little bit unders, you reckon, Moods? A little bit of water to go under the bridge yet, I suppose, the preludes in a couple of weeks time and you got the chairman's uh saturday week a few more races to be run and i suppose a bit of form out of sydney as well uh will probably dictate the market but uh you know we can't control that we're just uh, we know we've got a very nice cult going forward i think uh you know everything about him tells us that he's going to be a nice three-year-old but if he gets the opportunity to run in the group one in five weeks uh, and we think the horse is in good order we'll probably take that option it's interesting too, just from a punter's point of view, I, I, I wouldn't be taking the $11 now about him, given that um, probably according to Moods, um, he can confirm this, but uh, we won't see Rampant Line race again um, before the Blue Diamond, if, if indeed he runs in the Blue Diamond, but uh, we'll see all those other horses in the market um, flush out their form in, in previews and the chairmans and uh, there's the there's the uh, is it the talented down the straight moods as well. So there's some uh, there's a good two year old race on at uh, at Packenham tonight. Something might emerge out of that. Uh, so there's there's heaps of horses that will bob up and um, show their form and probably shorten in the market. Rampant line won't be produced, so therefore his price naturally just has to get out the back gate. So I'd be I I wouldn't be uh, worrying about him for futures just yet. So you, you won't have an annoying owner uh, just in your ear trying to get you to run him in a race that you don't want to run him in then. That's, that's handy. Well, we just know that off the back of his head, 2,000 2, metre races, that it's just too short for him. So 
It's just senseless. Uh, you know, we've got a lovely cult with a good profile uh, and we want to build on that. So running him around an unsuitable 1,000-metre races is just pointless. So you'll never see him in a race under 1,200 metres again, I would think, for the rest of his career. And, and he probably maybe gets one chance at a 1,200-metre race for the rest of his career because he just everything about him says he's going to be a lovely seven-furlong-mile-type horse and uh, that's where his future will lie. So uh, if he runs again this prep, I would say it would be the Blue Diamond and uh, then he'll probably, uh, everything will be aimed towards the spring, I'd imagine. Mitha, your other two-year-old count the headlights, as you alluded to at the top of the show, was a really good winner uh, on the weekend. What's the plans for it now? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll probably go to the Prelude. Um, the, the boys, um, Kieran and Dave, just trying to work through um, likely program and what he needs. He's a bit of a lazy bugger. He only does uh, what he has to do to, um, to, to what he's asked of. Um, so the blinkers went on first up and they certainly did the trick and he, he, he raced brilliantly there at the Valley uh, on Saturday. So if he needs another run, needs the 1100, um, obviously coming back from the 1200 of Saturday to the 1100 in the prelude, but um, yeah, they'll make the smart choice and we'll, we'll uh, hopefully um, have a couple to saddle up uh, um, bred by Rosemont um, in the blue diamond of 2022. So that would be some sort of achievement and we'd be very proud of um, of the team's efforts down here to, to make that happen. But uh, as Mood says, uh, You've got a two-year-old one day and you haven't the next because um, a lot can go go wrong. Uh, we're just hoping everything goes right. So um, maybe the prelude, but um, he might skip straight into the Blue Diamond uh, without another run as well. And as the resident Rainman just logs on here, he's a little bit late, but perfect timing from you, Rainman. We know you had some very important business to attend to. First of all, welcome. And second of all, We've got to shout out Duffer Dodd, who hit us all up on Twitter on Saturday night after our best bets last week. Um, he had count the headlights in there, Mitho, but he obviously doesn't trust your judgment because your best bet way to go faller and also count the headlights, he just put him for a place. And then he took uh, he took uh, Rayman's best bet in the boat in the win and the two that I tipped as my best bets both the win. And he said, he hit us all up and he said, well done, lads, on Moody on the mic, multi. Fire emojis. Winners piss in Bulimba tonight. Well, it's a nice part of the world, Bulimba, and when you're drinking uh, for free, it's probably even nicer. So uh, cheers to you, Duffer Dodd, uh, and welcome to you, Rain Man. Yeah, if you're living in Bulimba, you're probably not going too bad, really. So <laughs> a little extra gravy on top there for the, for that punter, but uh, very well played, and uh, it was good to uh, tip a few winners last week. Hopefully uh, it's the sign of things to come for a big autumn carnival. Been quite serious so far, Rayman, uh, dissecting the two-year-old form leading into the Blue Diamond with the previews run yesterday. Um, I'm going to keep the serious tone going too and ask you, uh, what's your two-year-old to look out for in the Blue Diamond so far of uh, exposed form or even trials that you would have been uh, looking at doing your due, due diligence? Um, what, 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 are the, what are the top seeds for you? Well, I've had to go back to, uh, to to scratch, basically, Mitho, because I was pretty keen philosopher. I was really impressed with what philosopher did on debut. I expected it to come out and, and win yesterday, and, and it didn't. So uh, it was a good performance for the two horses that beat it. Obviously, we've got a little bit of a bias there with rampant line. But for me, it's still a very, very open affair. I'm, I'm not convinced the winner will come from the races we saw yesterday, Uh historically the previews they're sort of it's a bit like round one uh it's a little bit maybe a little bit early normally we see once we get to the preludes maybe the chairman's is where we sort of start seeing the 
uh, the, the really leading contenders put their hands up. But I'm sort of uh, I'm sort of scratching around trying to find one now after philosophy got beaten. So I'm just going to be waiting to see what's what unfolds over the next two weeks. I think it's the same with the Golden Slipper. We talked last week about how a few of us got quite convinced about Cool and Gatter and the form coming out of the Magic Millions. So I think the next few weeks are going to be very interesting with this two-year-old crop. Uh, it might be a pretty even bunch, but hopefully we see a couple really put their hands up. And we might see them put their hands up this weekend because we've got a couple of nice two-year-old races in Sydney. We're going to get them after the break. And they're racing. Moody Valley Racing Club has released a new front runner membership. Check it out. 19 months of membership for the price of just 12. A summer full of night racing and exclusive access to the 2022 Ladbrokes Fox Plate Carnival. You get a complimentary drink and race book at every meeting. That's more than $300 in added value. And there's lots more. From just $175, it's the best value racing membership in Australia. Get your front runner membership today. Head to thevalley.com. We're going to head to the Valley first for our Saturday preview. It's the Group 2 Australia Stakes, and there's a very short price favourite here, Rayman, and a horse that has a lot of people excited. Can she keep it up? Yeah, a lot of hype around Marabai, and she is the clear favourite here. Been back into a dollar eighty, a very popular early with Labrokes punters. Sin a win on the second line of betting. It's $7.50, along with Lightsaber for our very own PG Moody. And there's Streets of Avalon, the defending champion there at $9. Wild Planet's been the best back of a bit of a price here at $13. So uh, it, this race really is all about Marabai. Five wins from as many race starts. It's improved every time it's been seen at the races as well and just continues to, to raise the bar. So I won't be betting against it here at the $1.85. For mine, it looks like... Uh, a really nice Oakley plate horse. I'm not sure exactly what the plan is from the Kiramar and David Eustace stable, but I think the Oakley plate would be the perfect race for it. Uh, I think the Valley should suit. She's been here. She's won in very impressive fashion. So she ticks a fair few boxes here for me. Uh, introduce, I think Lightsaber is, if, if Maribai doesn't fire, I think Lightsaber could be the horse that uh, takes advantage of that because I think uh, he, he hasn't been to the Valley before, but I think he's a horse that will be suited by the Valley. Um, I like the three-year-olds uh, taking on the older horses at this time of, of the year. It works out quite well. And uh, Moods obviously had a, a lot of success doing this in the past. So uh, lightsaber, the main danger for me, but Maribai, uh, I think, is a deserving favourite. I agree, Rayman. I think Maribai is definitely the deserving favourite. When I jumped on and tried to do a bit of form for this race yesterday, I, I thought Wild Planet was way over the odds. And clearly a few others thought the same thing. It was $18 when I was doing that. And as you mentioned, it's now in there. 13, did touch 12 on Ladbroke. So... Uh, yeah, if, if there was a danger or an each-way bet, you want to back around the favourite. Uh, look, he's only run at the Valleys as a two-year-old. and He ran second, um, a spot ahead of Thrillster Mitho uh, in that race. Um, but, he, you know, he took Edward at a half a length in a group one last year. So he's a very talented horse. Um, just how talented Maribai is, we're going to find out um, in the next sort of month or so. But um, if you did want an each-way proposition, uh, I do believe it to be Wild Planet. Cinnawan, I want to back next start. Second up, 1,400, Cherry Ripe, Cinnawan. But uh, this one, I'm going Maribai, I think, will win, and Wild Planet each way. Mitho? Yeah, I'm probably looking for some value as well here, Rog. Uh, I, I, you know, I might be 
proven wrong. Maribai might be just a, a star of the turf rising, but I don't know that you want to take $1.85 um, about that um, right now. I'd rather see it with my own eyes. Uh, good listed win last start, stepping up to open grade, um, out of benchmark racing. Um, so promising signs and, yeah, might might prove to be the best horse we see uh, all day on, on Saturday. Um, but um, but wouldn't be taking the shorts. I like Giraffe. Um, I mean, she's a she's a beauty, um, you know. And um, uh, Maddie Raymond's done an amazing job with this uh, import to have it um, win at group level. And um, it, it, only worry is it usually takes a couple of runs to really hit hit, hit her straps. So, um, but at the nine fifty, it might get me for for a dollar or two, and and I'll be I'll have a loyalty bet on uh, Lightsaber. Who I'm very interested to hear Peter's thoughts, given that uh, it also hasn't ever won first up. But uh, how wound up is Lightsaber for this one, Petey? Yeah, no, listen, he usually takes a run and he's a big, strong, imposing individual. So I think he'll be better for the run. And I think he's certainly better at 1,400 than 1,200. So, uh, you know, Maribai stepping up to this company, do you want to take odds on? You know, arguable, but I think uh, she looks the deserved favourite. It looks like she'll get to lead the race on her ear and control it, and that'll make it hard for horses back in the field. Lightsaber will ride him to travel very strongly and look for him to close, and hopefully he can run home into the money. That's probably the way we're approaching the race. Uh, Sina won probably the interesting um, curveball to have a look at. Um, only had the two Australian runs and looked good. So Turath, I think she's a good mare, I agree with you, but she, she like Lightsaber, would be looking for a 1,400 a mile now, I think. Will Lightsaber go to a CF4 if he runs well uh, on Saturday moods? Yes, definitely. That's the race I've mar- targeted for him or in the futurity and with the view of needing one run before he sort of hits his straps and this is that run. All right, let's head up to Sydney now. Uh, race two on the program, a two-year-old uh, group three for the two-year-old boys. It is the Cannonberry Stakes over 1,100 metres. Not a lot of exposed form here, Rain Man. Uh, a big watch on Great Barrier Reef, uh, which is uh, a very expensive uh, Colt, Chris Waller, the trainer. James McDonald uh, jumps on uh, for this one, off Zambezi River and onto this one. Uh, and certainly the money's come for it. Yeah, I'm excited about Great Barrier Reef, Rog. It's trialled really nicely. Out of Cosmic Endeavour, who was one of my favourite mares a few years ago, Group 1 winning mare for Gay Waterhouse. She won a Canterbury Stakes. She won a Tats Tiara up here in Queensland. She was an absolute ripper, one of my favourite horses of all time. So hopefully uh, she's as good a broodmare as she was a horse. And uh, Hunters think she might be because Great Barrier Reef been very popular, $2.05 favourite. Zambezi Ariba, who was second behind Sir Jardin in the Breeders on debut, is uh, $4.80 second pick. Robusto is $7.50. So Chris Waller has got the top three in the market. So he's just going to start dominating these two-year-old races as well. Uh, it's, it's a From a betting standpoint, probably not a race I'm going to be diving into. I'm really excited about Great Barrier Reef, but taking debutantes on at $2.05, probably not really my go. But I think there's going to be a really interesting race going forward because I, I do I do think a few of these at the top of the market do have a bit of upside heading towards uh, Golden Slippers and the like. Yeah, obviously, the Sajardin's shown to be a pretty good horse and Zambezi River pushed it in that uh, in its debut run the fact that mcdonald has like i said jumped off it and gone a great barrier reef to the same stable take that as a guide and grab barrier if you think uh, he's the best horse in the race but we'll find out on saturday oh i thought you were going to give a tip there rog rather than just a sweeping statement but um uh can we take it as read that you're tipping the favorite yeah yeah you can okay um i'm gonna go with robusto uh in this race uh tommy berry 
gets the ride. There was a really big rap on this before the uh, Maribyrnong trial. It had uh, trialled brilliantly at Flemington and done uh, a lot of its uh, build-up work in Melbourne, been switched back to Sydney, obviously, for a, a golden slip of uh, uh, campaign. Um, finished fourth just behind Rampant Line uh, in that Maribyrnong trial and um, form stacks up there after yesterday. So um, I think at the odds, 750, you're betting uh, Rainman uh, Robusto. Uh, I wouldn't mind a ticket each way on him. Listen, I've got absolutely no idea here. It's I, I, For me, it's a watch race. Um, they're pretty exciting at this time of the year. This is sort of basically their version of the preludes that we saw in Melbourne yesterday. The two races in Sydney, the Canterbury and the Widden. So, uh, listen, I... You'd just uh, you'd like to have access to Chris Waller's phone tomorrow morning. <laughs> That'd be the idea yeah. to find out on Saturday morning and find out what his thoughts were. I thought Sweet Ride was good. It's only run. It's probably going to lead up. And you know, horses with race experience, it's it's a massive advantage. Um, and it, it got the job done nicely last time, Annabelle Nisham. Um, but yeah, one of these others might just be too good. No idea. We've had the jockey tapes. Do we have the trainer tapes? Chris Wallace. Yeah, that's what we need. Right over. Mm. Exactly. All right. Well, the Wyndham Stakes, uh, it's for the two-year-old Phillies. Also, I grew three. I'm really keen on one here from the stadium. Ooh. We've got three. Uh, but, uh, Rayman, we get to see Ebhar again, who, of course, uh, debut winner in a, what you would think, what has proved in the past, be a pretty hot form race. Yeah, you're right, Rog. Ebhar, the winner of the Merson Cooper Stakes. The past two winners of that race were Hanseatic and Animo. So that's pretty good form. Anim- uh, Hanseatic beat an Olympian of Blue Diamond, said to be one of the most exciting stones in the country. And then uh, Animo, we know what it's done. It almost won a Ladbrokes Cox Plate. So uh, if Ebhar is half as good as those horses, the uh, stones will be laughing. Ojai for uh, the Godolphin, $6. Brisiana, $6.50. Queen of the Ball is a horse that interests me here at $9. Thought it was pretty good on debut behind Ojai in that uh, Kirkham Plate uh, in the spring. I think it's a horse that might improve as it gets a bit more racing under its belt. Uh, this mayor out of Miss Debuton. So I like it there at the $9. Ebhar is an exciting horse to follow. Similar to the to the uh, Canterbury for me here, probably more a sit and watch race, but I'd probably have something on Queen of the Ball there at the $9. I've already had a bet and I've already backed in part, uh, $3, but I uh, I think that win, she got challenged at about the two, 200 and, and then really kicked away to win uh, the Merson Cooper. And uh, you'd think she's come on from there and the reports from the stable is that she has. Uh, and so I, I just think barrier five, not a lot of speed inside her. She's going to get to control the race from from up on the speed, and uh, and I think she wins, Mitho. Yeah, I'm with you there, Rog. Um, I can't go past the favourite. Um, um, how do we say the Godolphin horse? Ojai. 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 It's probably the, the the one with James McDonald, the interesting booking for uh, for James Cummings. Um, they'd be picking their eyes out of their two-year-olds and making sure that they're um, giving these top jockeys a bit of a look at their, their their top seeds, I suppose, heading into Blue Diamonds and and Golden Slippers. So um, that's an interesting engagement, I would have said. So um, they're, they're the two I'd play around, but Ebhar just in front from OJ. Yeah, no argument at my end. Uh, Ebhar, we've seen her here in Victoria. She looks super impressive. And if she takes that form back to New South Wales, I think it sees her being very hard to beat. Short and sharp there on the wooden stakes. Well, we're going to go now to the group to express base stakes. And uh, this is where we get to look at the aforementioned Animo. First up, its last start was obviously that second placing in the Ladbrokes Cox Plate. Jeez, oh, looks an absolute standout in this field, Roman. And uh, that's reflected in the market. And I'd imagine it's been reflected in the money. 
Yeah, it's a dollar seventy-five favorite here. Rose, no doubt, Animo is the class horse in this field. Forbidden Love, Group One winner in her own right on the second line of betting at seven fifty. Standouts there at eight dollars. Then you got Tiger of Malay, nine dollars overpass at twelve dollars. So it's a, it's an interesting race here. Animo, no doubt, the class horse in the field. I think he could. I think he might already be a superstar. I think he could be one of the the, the big stars of this autumn racing carnival. But there's no doubt he's bigger. Uh, targets are much further late, uh, much further down the track in the spring. We're talking Ramwick Guineas, and then maybe does he go back up to two thousand meters for maybe a Rose Hill Guineas or a Queen Elizabeth Stakes? So that's a long way down the path, and this is uh, twelve hundred meters of an expressway first up. So there's a couple of knocks. Maybe he hasn't won at Rose Hill before. Two second place finishes at Rose Hill. First up, only won one from three. So I think James Cummings will be le- leaving a fair bit uh, in the tank here with Animo, and he, he might get proved too classy and come out and, and do the job. But at a dollar seventy-five, I'm probably not not going to dive in here. Standout's a horse that doesn't win out of turn. He seems to uh, find a way to lose, but he might just have a little bit more residual fitness. There's no doubt 12, uh, this is more his go in terms of trip twelve hundred meters. Uh, Jared Ryan might have him just a little. Uh, I, I, he'll definitely be fitter than Animo. Uh, and so at eight dollars, he's a horse I can entertain here, stand out. But really looking forward to seeing Animo back in action. I think he's uh, set for a, for a big autumn. So I'd love to see him come out and just blitz him and really get us excited going forward. But just at this dollar seventy five, I think there are a couple of queries that I'm not going to dive in at the odds on. Definitely not going to be diving in at a dollar seventy five because I don't have the sort of money that could allow me to do that anyway uh, for any real reason to. Uh, I, I do think he wins though because we do see horses that perhaps are going to be over a further distance, come out and, and run a really good race at 1,200 first up. Uh, like it hasn't been his um, in his form lines to date, but uh, I still think Animo is going to win this race. So, uh, yeah, won't be, uh, won't be betting, but uh, I'll be barracking for the, the star, and, um, and I think he wins. Hey, man, I'll be interested in your thoughts on uh, the barrier for Animo, given that he's drawn soft down in three. He won't, ha- he won't have the early toe to go with a few of these. He'll have to drift back. Um, first up, you know, they're not going to want to give him the gut buster, diving through tiny gaps, you know, really forcing the envelope with this horse, given what's ahead for him. Um, I mean, that, that's got to be a bit of a, a, a punter's watch here, that if the horse gets cluttered up back on the inside, um, I mean, he has got J-Mac on, so maybe uh, the heavens open up like they normally do every Saturday, half an hour apart uh, for J-Mac. But, I, I, yeah, I just, I just could be, see him being a, a bit of a hard luck story. I don't know where the winner comes from if it's not him, but um, I'm, I, I'd just be treading a little carefully, those probably playing your multis, you're just going to lock in Animo. We'll take a couple of multis without Animo in it, I reckon, just to keep yourself alive late in the day. Yeah, I think that's a I good point, uh, myth, myth, though, as well. We've seen Rose Hill uh, in the past when Animo's raced there play a little bit leader-ish. Uh, uh, there's still punters out there that think uh, that it was the truck that cost Animo the win in the Golden Rose when it finished second behind in the Congo there, who was just tough fit on the speed. So, it's another good point and yet another reason why that dollar seventy five does look a little bit on the skinny side. It's, not yeah, just it's hard the, to go. The race tracks that open up for J Mac and Mitho, it's the golf courses. It's it's pretty much everything in life that opens <laughs> up for J Mac. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's extraordinary. No, well, he's he's got the cattle under him here in NMO. He, he he's a, you know one of this very group of very exciting three year old colts that we've got uh, here in Australia at the moment and. Uh, it's hard to go past him. I'm equally as confident that Enemo wins as Tiger and Malay is probably the only possible danger in the race. I thought he was very good first up uh, at, at the same meeting or a similar meeting at Kembla there uh, earlier, uh, late last year. 
I just see, see had a couple of good trials. Tommy Berry's ridden him in both those trials, drawn to get a nice run, maybe even in front, if not just off the speed. And um, I think if he's come on a bit this preparation, I think he'll run very well. So six and seven, uh, I would think Quinella, Exacto, whatever you want to do uh, there for me. Make every race even more exciting with Ladbrokes Same Race Multi. Ladbrokes has Australia's biggest same race multi offering across thoroughbred greyhound, harness and international racing. Add up to four runners to a same race multi and watch your potential payout increase. Get the down low on the download and get the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke it! T's and C's apply. See ladbrokes.com.au for details. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Best bits on Moody on the mic. As we mentioned, we're in a bit of form at the moment. Rain man, so you might as well kick it off and see if we can keep it rolling. Well, I'm going to be a bit controversial here, Rog, and steer one that Mitho might have his eye on. Race 8, the Valley, number 12, Midwest, wearing the famous Rosemont colours. Uh, this horse is absolutely flying since it's been gelded. Uh, three wins from as many starts. This preparation has improved every time it's been seen at the races. And I like the fact Team Friedman have obviously identified that this horse is a 1,000-metre horse. They've kept it at 1,000 metres and they've kept him winning. Now, they haven't tried to branch him out. They seem to know what his bread and butter is. So he's got plenty of speed. I think the, the valley will suit. So he ticks a fair few boxes here for me Midwest. Wouldn't be surprised if he's quite well back. Barrier 12 probably is the only slight question mark, but... I'm happy to take the $3.60 for in my opinion, is the best and uh, the horse with the most upside in this field. I came up with a Rosemont horse when I was doing the Form 2, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to let it go because I think if I'll do it, I'll go somewhere else. But Stay Gold was the best bet on the Mooney Valley program, uh, which is, uh, I think, race, uh, race <laughs> three. But I'm going to go... I'm going to go... A bit of pressure on the Rosemont Silks this week. I'm going to go to Sydney, and as I mentioned, Gee, I'm, really, I'm really keen on Empire. Uh and I've already given my reasons, but yeah, Ebhar is my best bet. But uh, certainly at the Valley, geez, I like Stay Gold. Well, I'm, I'm very pleased to um, to hear the confidence in the Rosemont runners because um, just doing a bit of prep work for this show, um, like about 90 seconds worth just before I hit, you know, <laughs> join, join, join Zoom call. Um, I was thinking, which one will I go with here? And I, I actually couldn't split uh, Stay Gold or Midwest. I, I really like Midwest. Um, you talk about that wide barrier, Rain Man. I, I think he likes it out there. He, he did a Caulfield. He came spearing across. He's got great gate speed. Um, he seemed to he seemed to relish the opportunity to be out there, free free flowing and and getting into his rhythm before he dropped down to the rail. And he, he ran only a point one of a second outside Haydock's track record there at Caulfield um, on that Wednesday meeting. So it might have just sort of slipped under the guard of people, given it was a, a midweek at Caulfield, but. It was a bloody stunning display of sustained speed. So um, the Valley should be him, and I, I, I really like him. And But how do you not uh, tip Stay Gold, who's won her last two and looks stronger doing it? Um, you know, she looks stronger again, um, her, her most recent victory. And um, I think she'll uh, appreciate dropping down in weight and uh, getting, you know, staying at this grade. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think they can both win, which is be an exciting day for the colours. So um, go Stay Gold into Midwest. Just have the double and help yourself to about, oh, what would it be, Six, seven bucks, eight bucks? You're beauty. That'll do it. Moods, you've obviously, we, we've already mentioned lightsaber in the Australia States. You've got a couple of runners in the first of the valley on Saturday. Can you, can you get the punters off to a winning start of the day? Yeah, well, they're both handy fillies amongst their own. There's Zuriski and uh, Cherry Pick. They've been in nice form. Uh, 
both lightly raced uh, three-year-old fillies having to throw up the stumps for a Saturday race. So uh, I don't think there's any superstars there. So uh, if either of them took your fancy, you could uh, certainly include them each way and they should both be, uh, I would imagine, in that each way range, six or seven to one, uh, in a pretty even race there in the first rain, man, the, the three and the four at the Valley. So risky $7, cherry pick $9. Yeah, well, that's probably about their mark, and they'll both give a good sight. Cherry pick probably leads up, and Zurisky having a first start in blinkers. So, uh, uh, and those two, along with Lightsaber, our lone representatives there on Saturday. Uh, so uh, a little bit light on, but uh, hopefully uh, you're three runners, and they're all sort of some each way hope. Probably best chances for the stable. We go to Sale on Sunday, a track that we really enjoy, one of the best tracks here in Victoria. We've got a couple of nice maidens running there. Horse called Savaleo, race one, horse nine. He was very good first up, and I think you'll appreciate the second step up to 1,700 second up. And a nice I'm Invincible filly called Abu Symbol in race four. So they're probably the two main hopes from the Moody Racing Camp this weekend in genuine winning regard. That Sale on Sunday, race one, horse nine. And race four, horse three, Abu symbol. So, uh, anything tonight, Pete? Anything, anything tonight playing at home at Packenham? Well, we're just a little bit looking at the weather gods here, Anthony. We've had a bit of rain, right. which we needed. Um, so, we're probably on a wing and a prayer tonight. Um, we've got a few in, but hoping like hell. And this probably won't get to air in enough time for people to assess them. So, we'll concentrate on Sunday instead of trying to fill your pockets on a Thursday night. What are you trying to say about my editing? Not getting it up in time. Oh, well, there's a... He'll, every... he'll, have it, he'll have it there this afternoon. It'll be, it'll be there. It'll be there give by us, about 1.30. Give us your, give us your well, best at Packingham tonight, Pete. I've got four runners this evening, and if they do take their place, and there's a chance I could withdraw if they don't, probably the best of them is he's the ultimate in race five, number 10. I think he'd be pretty skinny odds. And I've got the Merchant Prince, the first, single on the second, and Sally Sunshine, the fourth. Our horses seem to generally run well at home, so you could have a little multiple... Uh, Maybe the four of them, uh, a little place all up the four of them or something like that, Anthony, if they take their place. And uh, more importantly, when we're playing at home and we've got fast horses, you? horses, you know what we do? We let yeah, them I know what fast. we do. Ladbrokens. <laughs>